0: Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Well, all right, welcome to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is podcast number five. Uh, it's been a little while since I put one of these together. The The month of April kind of got away from me. With a band, we played a couple of things. We did a, a house concert last month, and we did a private party, and things just got a little busy, So, um, but we're back. This is podcast number five, Songs and Stories, and um, I'll try to make up for it and pack a few things into this little episode. What I'm going to do in this one is uh, I'm going to pick apart one of my songs, tell you where it came from and kind of how I wrote it. And then we'll hear a little promo for a music podcast that's played some of my music as well as some other really cool stuff. That's the Great American Music Podcast. And then at the end of this, I'll take you to the end of our house concert from last month, and you'll hear how the song I'm talking about comes across live and kind of where it how it evolved from a simple little folky tune and a nice little sing-along. So the song I'm talking about is High and Lonesome. And um it's it's funny because the, the the really trite question that you hear people ask songwriters is, what comes first, the music or the lyrics? Uh, the correct answer is yes. The music or the lyrics definitely comes first. But uh, every song's different. Sometimes you you get an idea for a little riff or a melody stuck in your head, and you just keep running it over and over until you throw some words onto it and you start writing a song. Sometimes you get... An idea for a song. Let's say, for example, you're driving home and your wife says, "Look at that spotted mule on the side of the road." Why don't you write a song about it? Which became the title track on my CD. Um, with me, more often than not, I would say three quarters of my songs start from a song title, um, it's a play on words or something, and I'll go off from there. And um, that's where "High and Lonesome" came from. I, I had this 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 um this way of, of retaining completely worthless facts and information. I can recall where I was when I first heard a song or what movie theater I was that when I first saw a, a movie. Um, for some reason, I can often remember where I was at and what was going on when I got the idea for a song, which is it's a completely worthless skill, but it's one of mine. So this happened for High and Lonesome uh, several years ago. I remember it was a Sunday evening, about 6 o'clock, My wife and I were driving over to Santa Cruz to see Richard Schindel, one of my favorite songwriters, play at um, Cuomba Jazz Center. And because it was Sunday evening, we had Cousin Al's bluegrass show playing on K-Pig. Now, the term high and lonesome is something you hear attributed to a lot of bluegrass music. It refers to the high and lonesome sound of the singer, like Adele McCurry. And um, it was either in the song I heard on K-Pig, or it was... Uh, cousin Al talking about bluegrass when I, I heard the term high and lonesome and I thought hmm what if we took that literally so instead of being this high lonesome tone to somebody's voice what if he had a guy who was you know really high and maybe he was a little lonesome so I thought where would that occur so I, I thought of this story about a guy well let's set it at a bluegrass festival let's make him maybe he's had a couple of drinks or maybe he's had you know, some other substances have been known to want to be around a bluegrass music festival. Maybe he's by himself, so he's lonesome. So I thought, okay, this guy's high, and he's lonesome. What can I do with that? And I started working on it. And if you want to see how the song played out, you can go to my lyrics on my music page, michaelgaither.com slash music. The lyrics for High and Lonesome are up there. So I started writing this, and um, I thought, well, wh- what's, th- what's this guy going to be? Well, he met a girl... He's got to lose the girl, but what's the story going to be? So, so I decided just to list things that go on at a music festival. Well, of course, there's a stage. Um, if you think about a festival like the Strawberry Music Festival, there's a music meadow. So meadow was a nice image. And then I thought, what are people doing? They're dancing. There's probably a beer line or a beer booth somewhere. There's going to be tie dye. Um, you are probably going to have low back concert sort of festival chairs. And so I listed all that stuff and came up with a couple of opening verses that went like this.
1: I met her at a festival On one hot summer day Dancing in the meadow To a bluegrass band on stage Standing in the beer line and I knew the body of an angel, a face like Amy Lou. Waded through the tie dye, low back, concert chairs. True love within my reach as I saw her standing there. Moving past the t shirt stand. Finally made my way. I walked up beside her and found the nerve to say, and then the chorus. I was high and lonesome, sad and blue. So high. And
0: until I found you. So those are the first two verses in the chorus. And something about the chorus you'll probably pick up in the live recording of this. But um, I started playing this when I finished it, and I was down at the Wooden Nickel open mic that I run now, and this is a few years ago. And I got to the chorus and. My friends John and Sherry were sitting out in the crowd, and when I sang hi, they answered back hi in harmony. And when I sang and lonesome, they sang and lonesome in harmony. And um, it turns out that I, I created a sing-along, which was kind of cool. So you'll hear that on, on the live recording. So to continue the song, um, two verses and a chorus, and then the, the, the next verse talks about, we talked about the music, it was clear to me. From Bill Monroe to Newgrass, she knew her history. So I kind of covered the beginning of Bluegrass with Bill Monroe and the you know, contemporary versions with Newgrass Revival and Newgrass. Um, and then it goes into the chorus again. And then I had to have some point where he's got to lose the girl. So there's a bridge where he says, um, Too shy to tell me she took me by the hand and pointed out her boyfriend playing banjo in the band. And at that point I thought, Okay, whenever I do record this, I've got to have a banjo solo. So the song continues. The last verse is he's just basically sitting there wondering about her, thinking about her. And the very last line, the final punchline, is um, every time I hear a banjo, it just gives me the blues. Now, banjo players get a lot of grief, undeservedly so. And um, I thought it was kind of a nice punch there at the end. So that's sort of where High and Lonesome came about. What I'll do now is um, I won't pick the whole thing apart because you're going to hear the song later and you can read the lyrics on my site. But I'll, I'll cut it now, and we'll go to a preview for... Um, there's a podcast called The Great American Podcast, run by Jerry Jodice, and he's played some of my music, and he plays a lot of completely under-the-radar people. And I discovered this about a year ago and was a fan of this show anyway, so when he played my music, I was even happier about that. So um, let's go to a preview for Jerry Jodice's Great American Music Podcast, and there's a link to it on the pod show notes For this podcast. And then we'll go to a live version of High and Lonesome that was recorded last month at our house concert in Royal Oaks, California.
1: Join me, host Jerry Jodice, for the best independent rock, folk, singer, songwriter, and Americana music every week on the Great American Music Hour Indian Music Podcast. It's the future already.
0: Happens all the time. You want to sing another one? We'll we'll close with this one, this next one. So, there's that gold-tone banjo been sitting there all night. You haven't haven't played it yet. So, um...
1: This is the first time I will ever have played the banjo. Run! Just just to be... (laughs)
0: So we're gonna banter while Russ goes pee, but don't tell anybody. Okay? So uh
1: I am no means in no way, shape or form your Scruggs in any shape. Um, Steve Steve Martin I'm I'm pretty close to. We're neck and neck in terms of his ability.
0: He looks great with an arrow through his head. I saw that once. <laughs> Well how about one more hand for Marky for throwing this wonderful party and letting us play first. I mean this was this was so much fun. thanks for coming out. Is she hiding? Okay. Anyway. Just wanna say thanks again, that's all. So we're gonna do one more song. When we we're, we're missing a player right now, so we're yeah. It's a <laughs> this was very cool. We've been dying to do a house concert for well, about a year. We've been playing together, well, We've been playing together for six, seven years. These guys came along up. Russ, everybody. Big hand yeah. for that. <laughs> about last June when the CD was done, we had a CD release party at we were On smith Winery, which we we're going to be at next month or June. And Aaron and Russ played with me. John Eddie played one day. And this band kind of formed after that. And um, we kept playing. and We played good places and not-so-good places. Um... We played, we played on the sidewalk in Santana where that was kind of weird. It was weird singing about Hummers with Hummers driving around us. It just wasn't... Santana Rowan folk music just doesn't really, you know, you learn. But um, this was really special. This was very cool. So we appreciate it. This one's a sing-along, and it's real easy. When I get to the chorus and I sing the word hi, you answer back hi. And when I sing and lonesome, you answer and lonesome. But it works really well. Here we go.
1: That's the only song I know how to play.
0: So he slows it down for this one, speeds it up for the next one. We always play it in G. <laughs> it's a banjo. How hard could it be? It's got four strings.
1: I met her at a festival. a one hot summer day. Dancing in the meadow. To a bluegrass band on stage, standing in the beer line, saw and I knew the body of an angel, a face like Amy Lou. Waded through the tie dye and low back concert chairs. True love within my reach as I saw her standing there. Moving past the t-shirt stand Finally made my way I walked up beside her And found the nerve to say I was high And lonesome
0: Got the idea
1: Sad and blue So high And lonesome Found you Talked about the music And it was clear to me From Bill Monroe to Newgrass She knew her history I was singing settled songs Till I found this girl A happy man again I was sitting on top of the world Cause I was high And a lonesome Sad and blue So high And a lonesome Until I found you I heard opposites attract I guess the opposite is true I told her how I felt, and, and I knew. Too shy to tell me. She took me by the hand and pointed out her boyfriend playing banjo in the band. grass again happens every year thinking how I saw her standing over here the music ain't the same no more, it's very sad but true and every time I hear a banjo, it just gives me the blues, now I'm high and lonesome sad So high and lonesome Darling, without you Yeah, darling, without you
0: Once again, Aaron Bakshi, Woo-hoo! Russell Vanskoy, he's big and tasty. Greg Scott on the base. We have um, CDs back there, Are we still playing? Are we still
1: playing?
0: Well, apparently we were still playing. We thought we were closing our show with High and Lonesome that night, but they wanted to hear a couple of more, and that's never a problem on our part. I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but that was the premiere concert for the Acoustic Canyon House Concert Series in Royal Oaks, California. We were very honored to be asked to play first. Um, In fact, if you'd like to do a house concert with us, or if you do house concerts and would like to have us play, you can reach me at michaelgaither.com on my website. There's a contact link up there. Um, As far as podcast number five, that was High and Lonesome, an example of how you can start a song from just a title sketch out what might go with that title, figure out your story, and then in the end, make fun of banjos, which is you know, Songwriting 101. And in this case, you, it takes several directions. In, my, in the case of this song, it became a sing-along with a banjo solo, and it's a lot of fun to play live. People really get into it. Uh, if you have any comments about this podcast, there is a, a link for podcast notes on my website. You can leave a comment there, or shoot me an email, michael at michaelgather.com.